Hoody ho! Hey there, guys. Back with episode 38. Um, I'm actually just taking a guess on that because that's just gonna, what it's going to be now. Um, beer Boats Fountain? Well, yeah, it's just going to be there. Um, he's a thirsty boy. I don't even know where he's at. I think he's sleeping in the bed. Anywho, so this one's going to be a more serious type of episode. Uh, so this one's going to be about suicide and inner demons. And obviously how they relate to me, but also people who are disabled uh, and just people in general. Uh, and we'll read some stats on suicide and, and, and all that jazz. Um, some of the things we'll kind of go through is some of the things like how my inner demons uh, fluctuate and how they they work with me like how, how frequently and and how in and out they go through me um, so you know I, I heard this term like way back when and it is something that's kind of oversaturated and used uh, you know sometimes even to an excuse where it's like oh my inner demon this they caused this but they are a real thing. Um, and when you deal with any form of depression or anxiety, uh, any like self-doubt, any... Um, obviously, even if you get to the term where you want to kill yourself, like that's your demons pushing you in a certain direction. Um, you know, if you have a low self-esteem... Um, you know, and again, some of the, a lot of this stuff comes from other things. It's not like most of it doesn't just come out of the blue. Yes, it happens. Some people really are mentally ill and they have problems, but a lot of it stems from childhood or, or addiction, um, and many forms of just PTSD and, and and all throughout life, you can get some form of it. Um, and some people get mild and small cases, and that's that's wonderful. And luckily you. Um, but yeah, so when I kind of, you know, I used to joke it off like, you know, it's it's something to the effect of like, oh, it's the cartoon devil and angel on your shoulders, right? And I don't think that's necessarily wrong either. Let me turn my mic up, guys. I'm sorry. There we go. One second. Okay, that's better. Okay, because I have these noise cancellation here, here uh, headphones, and I couldn't hear certain things, uh, certain frequencies and whatnot. Um, so, and I'm testing out my mic for the first time on this boom arm, and if you saw it on Instagram, you'll know what it looks like. Uh, okay, so we're good. Um, so, yeah, I always thought it was like this cartoon devil and angel, and I still kind of think it's that way, where I think one is predominantly overly positive and the other one is predominantly negative. Um, and some people would think, well, like, the angel's got to be great, right? Like, you know, he's pointing you in a certain direction, um, in a positive direction, but it's not always the case. A lot of times it's this um, fool's gold type of ordeal where he's forcing, not forcing you, but he's pointing you in a direction that really is wrong, and he's fooling you to believe things because it looks on the surface like it's this, you know, awe moment where you're just like, yes, I'm, I'm heading towards the rainbow. And then in reality, it's setting you up for major failure. You know, maybe it's the moment where he kicks in and goes like, yeah, you are sexy. And you go over there and talk to that girl. And, you, you know, it's setting you into a trap for a girl who, you know, knowing it just is going to set you down a path of, you know, complete rejection. And, um, of course, the negative ones are, the negative thoughts are, are the worst. And when I constantly go through my day and I'm having good days, um, for instance, um, so this will come out probably at least a month after or so, but let's just say my mom was up in January for Christmas and, you know, she couldn't make it because of being a nurse and, and, and all these things. And, um, 
you know, she had to, um, she had to take certain precautions and so on, but she came up and, and we had a good time for a couple of days, but there was still a part of me where, you know, again, my allergies were bothering me too. That's a whole other problem that I have. Um, but she came up and we had a good time, but there was still a part of me in the back of my mind that when I, even when I was having an extremely, um, awesome time that my mind was still saying, no, don't have fun. Don't, don't be happy. You know, be sad because you don't have a good girl in your life or, you know, your eyes are still broken or whatever. My mind still wanders to those depths of hell in my brain. <clears throat> and that's, and that's what really is kind of my downfall mentally. Um, and again, I, I win a lot of battles too, but there's so many times that it just kind of takes me to certain places. A lot of times I just write a day off and I'll just lay in bed a lot of time and just kind of be emotionally dis- distraught. Um, and, and it's, you know, and again, a, a lot of it is also attached to my eyes too. Sometimes if I'm having really bad eye days, that can take me down a, a whole path of sadness and darkness. Um, but, um, so I'll, I'll go through some instances in my life, just daily, um, daily routine stuff that can turn into something bad, uh, or just, just, just the mental inner demon thoughts that are just pointing me in a totally different direction where you go like, why, why would that matter? Um, let's see here. So there's a lot of times where I, I go to bed sad or angry. And then I'll wake up in the next morning, and maybe this is the medication, the CBD oil, and all these things. But I wake up in a in relative good mood, and I'm just like, yeah, I guess it's good. Um, let's let's get through the day. Um, and so, like, for instance, like one of the things that I do that's positive is, is, is this podcast, right? Um, and it's always been and end to some means as well. Like I, I want to, I don't want to do what I do anymore to make money as far as, uh, you know, the job that I have. I don't want to do it anymore. It's just not, it's, it, there's for many reasons, but there's a lot, but one of the things I just don't enjoy the company I work for, um, you know, and how they treat people with disabilities. But beyond that, I don't, I just don't want to do, I don't want to fill vending machines anymore. I don't want to do factory work. I want to do stuff where I can actually help people and have a voice. Um, And this is a start for that. Um, And no, this is not just um, a thing where I just want to become financially set off of it. Because right now I do really well financially. But money isn't everything to me. I really just want to make a difference in some small, you know, intricate way in, in life. Um, so this is, and this is how I've I've started that path. Um, and so I'm on a totally different journey than where I was a year ago when I, you know, there was no podcast. Um, so when I, when I do this, I'm, I'm super happy about it. I love the interviews. It keeps me motivated. Um, but every so often I venture off that path where, Okay, so like for instance, like I'm con- now I'm, I'm in search to find someone who has MS, um, in search of someone who has dwarfism and, and just certain things, and I keep getting these dead ends and these no's and so on, and it just makes me discouraged. Even though I have four podcasts, it gives me a month. Like I, have, I do one a week, so I have four podcasts to hold me over until I find. And again, I don't even have to do those particular episodes, but. It just discouraged me because I really want to find more and more people. And the numbers are slowly going up, but it's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Instagram followers don't go up or, or whatever. And I'm, I'm trying to just make a difference. And I see all the things that get attention, all these stupid challenges and all this nonsense that people are just, you know, all it is is girls shaking their ass. And look, that's, that's nice, but, you know, it, it's also gross at the same time because it's the only thing people can become famous for or their pets or, or whatever, some nonsense that 
no one really cares about the important things. And I'm not saying I'm the only one doing things that are important or the stuff with people with disabilities is the only thing that's important. But I fight so hard for it because it is something that most people don't give a shit about or even care to even look in the direction to put a spotlight on it. Um, so, um, so while I'm doing this and every time I feel good about it and I feel like at the top of my game, just mentally and just feeling great about me doing something good and I can't take anything away from what I'm doing. Like there is a huge part of me that is proud um, that I'm doing this and no one can say like, oh, I, I influenced them or I did this or I did that other than maybe some podcasters or something. But in general, I just, I've always wanted to bring people together and help. And so I always have to give myself credit for that. Um, but it's like, I don't know. And maybe, maybe part of it is some of the, some of the people around me, like my grandma or mom, they don't always seem to be as enthused and, and happy for what I'm doing and don't believe in what I'm doing because they're so pointing out, like my grandma is so big on, uh, you know, cause I had a conversation with my mom about, you know, it doesn't seem like my grandma cares enough about it and doesn't seem like to take me serious. And she says, well, it, it's because she doesn't want you to crash and burn. Basically. She doesn't want you to feel so hurt when it, if it doesn't work out, but it's like, that means she's thinking it's not going to work out. That's not what I need. I'm used to that. So support me. Um, and yeah, it's frustrating. And, and that and that weighs on you. And um, so when... So when we have that conversation, you know, it makes me think like, well, if my mom, my grandma don't want to support me or support me enough, and, and if they don't believe in what I can do, then how the hell am I supposed to believe in it? Um, you know, and every time I talk to people, like people, you know, I get enough good feedback. But it, unfortunately, it sucks that we need some sort of gratitude and, and somebody just patting you on the back. But when you are mentally damaged and you have a lot of inner demons, um, positive feedback and just whatever, some congratulations and some, just keep going, like, you need people constantly fighting for you and pushing you to, you know, your highest being, and I, a lot of times, I don't get that, and again, and, and, that, and that sounds gross to a certain degree, too, and I know, and like, I, it's like, man, please, people say nice things about me, I don't want that either, it's just, again, I know people are rooting for me, I know people do care, and people do support, obviously, but it's like, there's the times when you're left in your head, you're left by yourself, and you're just thinking. Your mind is constantly going to these depths and these corners of, you know, you're going to fail, you're going to fail, keep doing what you're doing. The, the higher you go, or, or the, the further you go with this, the more equipment you buy, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the higher the numbers go, and the more you promote, and, the, and this and this. At some point, this is going to crash so hard and you're going to feel like shit. And just don't you forget that. And that's, that eats at me constantly. Um, and because it's something I so care about so much. And I'm putting so much effort and time into it. Um, and I have that fear and that realization that's, you know, constantly been over my head. And a lot of these inner demons, it's it's this cloud that you feel that's over you. Uh, that's why I called that episode, you know, whatever it was, a dark cloud. Um, and it just it stays there. And it does, even even if you feel good and you wake up in the morning and you're just like, what a good day, you know, at some point that cloud is going to set over you and drop some sort of hellacious. Uh, nonsensical thoughts deep into your brain and just go, hey, wait a minute, come here. And it whispers these nothingness type of thoughts into your head and just says, hey, remember remember how you were feeling cute earlier? Yeah, yeah. You know how your eyes is a little dry and a little weird, you know, you know, it's discolored and this and this and 
remember you're skinny and, and you know, remember you're single and no girl wants you and, and, uh, and this and, and it, it, it just this constant rollout of just repetitive bullshit and it gets, it beats into, it's beaten into your head and you can't let it go. Um, and so like, so not just like with the podcast, like I could be working and I should feel proud that I pay my rent and I have a job and now that I'm disabled on top of it, where most people wouldn't think I could even do either one of those things. And I still find ways to screw that up where my mind will start going. Yeah, but don't forget, you got hired based off the fact that you're disabled. You know, you're disabled. You don't have a real job. Um, yeah, you're getting lucky, you know, financially. And, but don't worry. At some point, you're going to lose all of it. Um, and it, it's, again, it's nonsensical thinking, but it's, again, in, in a way, it's also a possibility too. None of it is, you know, none of it is just something that couldn't happen. Every bit of it is possible. Even, even if it's so far-fetched to a certain degree, it's still a possibility, if I didn't feel like it wasn't realistic at all, I could probably just push it to the side and go, ah, whatever. Like, you stiff arm it to the side and go, man, get out of here. Uh, and, and there are some thoughts like that I can do. Um, because, you know, like my thoughts can't tell me that I'm not doing a good job with the podcast as far as it, it may tell me that I don't, I'm not putting enough effort and maybe I should edit or I should do this, or I should do that. But it can't tell me that I, my intention isn't to do well. You know, once in a while, a thought will come in. It's like, oh, you're not making any money, and that's your real agenda here. And it's not, but your mind will try to trick you and to make you feel horrible about certain things that you have nothing but good intentions about. Um, you know, I always felt like uh, if a cop came up to me or some sort of law enforcement came up to me and accused me of something, it's like, oh, we're going to arrest you because... You know, you committed this crime on this day, and even if I didn't do it, somehow my mind would make me look and feel guilty because that's how insecure and, you know, damaged I am and, and how susceptible I am to these thoughts. Um, even if I knew I didn't do it and didn't believe I did it, there's still a part of me I felt like outwardly I'd be putting out this energy like, oh, he looks guilty, we better bring him in for questioning, you know? Um, and that it's, again, it's crazy thinking, but I'm breaking it down in a way that most people don't because most people just kind of just say like, yeah, like I feel like I want to kill myself or I feel like I'm sad or whatever. Uh, I'm just breaking it down in my daily life. Um, but yeah, like no matter how much, you know, and, and, and there's times where I, I'll take a basic situation like, okay, I got bullet. I love him. He's an adorable kitty. And there's times where he's not being as affectionate. And again, he's just a cat. And he does what he wants to do. And he does like me a lot. And, you know, of course I love him. But there's times where he's just not being as affectionate as certain times Diva would or whatever. And I just start going, up. Oh, he doesn't like me. This was a waste of time. Even though I'm six months in or whatever. And there's no way in the world I'd ever get rid of him. But it's these little thoughts that kind of these little... Uh, shocks in the back of your brain these little whispers that constantly push you in a direction that you have no intention in going uh you know i remember on our previous episode i told you guys about how i had these thoughts of you know uh hurting people or rape or or you know i'd see a pretty girl and go like oh she'd never want me so i need to just take it even though it's something i would never go through with and something that i was so um completely against it's just the fact that that those type of ideas would creep back into my head and say you should do these things you know it'd be a good idea and it they don't it's not something that's just you're holding on to it just manifests from god knows what <clears throat> and again and, and some of it is you know i've said ptsd and 
you know, rejection and a lot of the things that has happened to me, physical abuse and, and verbal abuse and, and emotional abuse and, you know, and, and just so many things, uh, traumatic things. And then just being disabled is just feeling like you're always, you know, some creature and you're the worst of society because people don't accept you like they would accept anyone else. Um, you know, it takes a toll on you. But I also, in the same token, I, I thrive in the fact that I'm always wanting to prove people wrong and trying to be uh, a good spokesman for our community, but also just showing that how different and how, um, you know, that we are different, but we are different in good ways and we are amazing. And we, we bring a lot to the table that people just don't want to realize. Um, so, you know, it, it's... These, these mental games that constantly we play with ourselves. And again, we all have some smaller forms of everybody, I think, has some sort of mental illness, and whether it's de- and some depression and some, you know, demons and, and things. Um, you know, because there's always things we've done in our past that we're not proud of, but they never go away. You know, you may forget somebody important, this number or something they told you that really did mean something to you. It just, you lost it. But you'll never forget the bad shit in your brain. The shit that you're not proud of or the shit that uh, is, is things that you wouldn't approve of or you just did. And, and if you were, whether you were young or um, whatever, you were under the influence of something or whatever, you just, you made an, an impulse uh, movement or, hell, you have an impulse buy. You bought something you should have never bought and now you can't take it back and now... You know, you don't think about the goodbyes. You don't think about oh, look, the, the, all the things that I bought people or bought myself that uh, produced joy in my life. But I bought this one thing that just is ridiculous. And where was I at mentally? And it translates to everything in life. Like, you, you, we do things sometimes. And God knows what puts it there. We we make these decisions and uh, you know some we can't take back and we have to just live with them, um, and so you know and so we have all these you know when it comes to me anyway I I have all these mental scars, and I I try to rewrite my history I try to rewrite everything I'm I've done in the past and not that I've done a lot of bad things, but I'm trying to change how people perceive me I'm trying to change. Because I've always felt like, you know, I, I believe that I'm a good person, but I also feel like no one, a lot of, or most people don't take me serious. And maybe it's a disabled thing. Maybe it's because I'm not the biggest guy in the world um, or whatever. Um, or maybe there's something about me, that the energy that I give, it's just like, yeah, you know, I'll go away. Uh, but I've always felt like ignored and, and and shunned upon. And that's why I need to change that I need to you know that's why I keep doing this because I it, it, it means everything to me to help keep people alive um, you know and these demons that are all in the back of our heads and the ones that have them really bad like there's girls out there right now or guys out there right now that are you know really really attractive but every time they look in the mirror they're the hideous, they're the most hideous thing, or they're, you know, they're staying on like, oh, you have a pimple on the for- your forehead, or, or, you know, you're 10 pounds over whatever people perceive as the weight that you should be at at your height. Um, and so, it, you know, and I, and I think a lot of the, the episodes that I've done previously, you know, whether it's the dating stuff, uh, obviously, all the mental health stuff, but all these things kind of translate into this episode because, you know, all the all the, the stuff with the disease I had, and and you know, even all the people that I've interviewed, like I've I feel better about my disability. I feel better about me through all these people because they make me feel like I'm not in a wheelchair. I can hear. I can. You know, I'm not homeless. I'm not this. I'm not that. I, I have these amenities and, and I'm okay financially and this and this and that. And it does make me feel good about myself. But it also doesn't take away from all the things I've been through either. 
But those things that I've been through are the things that haunt me. Those things are the ones that just constantly come in the back of my head and say, hey, TJ, remember, remember, you can't be attractive if you're single and lonely. So don't feel it. It, it, It's it's sad, man. And we should never get to this place. Like, I feel bad for anybody. I wish I could take everyone's pain from them and just die with everyone's pain, physical or mental. Unfortunately, it's not possible. Uh, I don't wish this on anybody. This shit is, it's not fun. It's not stuff like, it it, it stays there. And like I said, you you may get a day without it even happening to you. Um, For those of us who are battling it on a a daily basis or a weekly basis or whatever. um, It stays there and it, it, it lingers. And it pops in and out. And sometimes you can kind of predict when it's going to happen. But it's a lot of times it just happens. You may be brushing your teeth. It just pops in your head. And, and, and whatever thought it is. Like I say to myself many times. Like shut the fuck up TJ. Or quiet TJ. Or quiet. Like I'll say it out loud. I don't care. Because I it it's these nonsensical thoughts that just repeatedly beat into your brain. Going no, 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 no. You are not this. You are. The opposite of good. Um, you know, especially when I was on uh, medication or when I was trying to get on medication and the medication I was taking to hold me over was making my panic attacks so strong and making me having to go to the emergency room constantly. Um, I couldn't shake those thoughts. Maybe I would get, you know, a minute or two of uh, reprieval and I'm just like, And then, and it just keeps punching you right in the chest, and, and and it was making my anxiety, and having you know it go sky high, and I was having such bad panic attacks, and I was not, I, it was killing me, man. I couldn't. There's no way I could have survived that for a long period of time of just um, your chest, you know, your heart beating out of your chest, and your your adrenaline and all the things that are just they spike so high to the point where um and I, I believe my potassium got very low at some point too but like all my fingers and toes locked into place and my whole body was just in pain and um you know they had to give you know put some medication into an IV and, and say hey like this will relax I believe it was Ativan and you know but I knew I was in a bad place mentally and everything that I was afraid of would constantly uh, appear, you know, these false thoughts of, you know, if I was like, if I was with a girl, I was afraid of an STD. So anytime I was after I was with a girl, wouldn't even make me be able to enjoy it because I'm sitting here just like scratching and, and feeling horrible. Like, Oh my God, Oh my God, I'm dying. Or, Oh my God, I got something. And it, it's, it's crazy, man, how you can run down this rabbit hole of one little thing. And the worst thing you do is obviously go on WebMD and start looking up things. But I did that and calling hotlines and all these things. And it's ridiculous. You know, when, when, when you're out of that smog and, and, and you know, you're and you could look at it from a, a clear mind and a clear conscience. It's insanity but in that point in time there's nothing that can talk you out of it unless somebody shoots some medication into your IV but again a lot of that medication does damage to you too because the medication that they give you a lot of times the side effects from it it causes your anxiety to go higher up the following whatever the day next day or hours and hours after it passes and it makes you want to take another one. And that's the addictive part of it. And that's how a lot of people get addicted to some of these things. Especially, you know, and of course you got the painkillers and all that for surgeries and, and whatever they're battling. But I mean, all this stuff is relative. It's all connected. Uh, but so people go down these, you know, rabbit holes of, of just darkness. And some people can come out of it and, and walk away fine and... and for the most part, they're all right. But then there's people like me. Well, I'm all right. But I'm far from... <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm far from 
you know, succeeding. You know, I succeed every day by staying alive and um, trying to do, you know, put positivity into the world and all that. But I'm not, you know, I, I battle it all the time. Um, and so going into, like, suicides, I wanted to go, you know, transition into suicide is something that's been over my head my whole life. You know, I, there's a thing where I like, I, I say, I know I want to stay alive. Like there, there's my mo there's moments where I just want to die and maybe I'll, you know, I'm not religious, but there's times I'll pray that just God or whoever will give me the strength to just let me kill myself. Those are actual prayers I've had. And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to make this a, a completely dark and sad episode. I'm just giving you uh, realistic thoughts or things I've said out even out loud. Um, but, um, because I'll lay in bed sometimes and I know I have a knife in the top of my bed that I mentioned before, and that's only for protection. I don't have it there because I'm, I'm waiting for the day. Um, but I keep it there in case of, you know, you never know. Right. Uh, and I'm not a gun person. So that's my, uh, my, you know, defense mechanism or whatever. That's my tool. Uh, so, you know, I'll lay in bed knowing it's right above my head. And I'm just like, grab it, come on. And my body will just lock my arms in and, and lock me from moving. And I just got to lay there with the thoughts until they uh, surpass and, 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 you know, poof, go away. Or enough of it can go away to where I don't want to kill myself anymore. Um, and, you know, it's tragic on your mind. Like, it constantly takes a toll on you. And that's why a lot of times I try to go to sleep, but that, that, that's where, and again, that's where another thing where some of it comes from is like, or if I'm, I'm tired, but I can't sleep. So I'll just lay in bed for an hour and just beat my shit, you know, beat my shit in constantly. Just like, nope, it's time to end it. You're useless and whatever. Um, you know, and that's, you know, and my anxiety and all these things is, is what it's been. I'm afraid of. That's going to kill me in the end anyway. Like, even if I, managed to survive, you know, myself and not wanting to kill myself and all that, where I, I you know, I mostly don't want to do it anyway, but the idea of all the stress that it puts on me, is the stress going to kill me? It's the panic attacks, in which I haven't had in a long time, but it, it, are these things are going to be my downfall? So do I have to go harder and harder now to try to make some kind of footprint and make some sort of effort that actually matters for our community and for people who are just constantly the underdog and pushed down and, and, and never given a shot. If I have to go as hard as I can for the next five years, and maybe that five years is all I got left. And I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it's a thought. Um, and that's what makes me really, maybe that, and again, it's part of I'm also impatient, so that doesn't help either. But I... I have that realization, that thought in the back of my brain that I need to continue to push and push so I can, you know, bring as much positive energy and light into this world before I go out. <clears throat> because I never planned on living long. Um, almost, you know, as many times I probably shouldn't have and wasn't, you know, told that I was going to live long. I was not at four, so there's that. Um, so suicide. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I talked about the attempt of wanting to do it, and it was the only ever attempt I ever made, but, you know, I think about it, you know, at least once a week, just going like, man, like, just throw yourself in front of that truck right there, or, you know, just... Just do something. Like, enough of this shit. Do you really want to be, you know, do you want to deal with this kind of pain the rest of your life, physically and mentally? Do you really want, and some of it is kind of, they make, some of the demons make valid points. That's the scary part. Sometimes they make valid points where I'm just like, man. Yeah, you're kind of right. You're kind of right there. I, I am kind of with you. I wasn't listening at first because you were saying craziness, but now, hmm, right, maybe I am 
Maybe, maybe, you know, when they say nice guys finish last, that's another thing that I, I kind of delve down into is like, you know, weren't I actually, like, but the demons kind of like let up a little bit and they're like, hey, yeah, remember, you are a good guy, man. You do a lot of nice things, but where's that getting you? You're lonely, you know, you're single, you're, you know, you're constantly in mental and physical pain and. You know, how many people call you on a daily basis or a weekend or a week or how many people check up on you and try to give you, you know, love and, and so on and so on. And it goes down these rabbit holes and, and they make some valid points where you're just like, shit. I really was hoping you would just say nothing but craziness, but mm, makes sense. And again, and, and, and they know that those demons know how to you know, penetrate the areas to where you're most vulnerable. They know what, you know, emotionally that you're saddened by uh, and your trigger points. Um, so it, it, it's to stay alive anymore, man, to, uh, you know, to just want to continue to fight on a daily basis is a damn journey. And I'm proud of everybody who makes it, but, you know, I, I used to look at it like I, uh, it was a thought that a lot of people beat into my head as well, where it was just like, yeah, you're weak if you kill yourself. Um, I don't believe in that notion at all anymore. Not because I, I go, you know, I, I succumb to those thoughts, but you can't ever be in my head you can't ever know how I'm feeling and, and what I think and you can't ever have gone through what I've gone through and so you can only take care of yourself and I, I've mentioned it on previous podcasts but like Robin Williams was a, was a rough one for me because yeah I was a fan of some of his comedy I was a fan of some of his movies and so on but it was just how he went out you know hanging himself and you know, in the bathroom and all that, and knowing that a lot of people loved him, and, you know, he had children and grandchildren, and he had, you know, a wife and friends and family, he had wealth, and, and uh, you know, all he had to do was press a button, and, you know, he could have had any movie role he wanted, because he was a genuinely great actor, too, it wasn't just, like, you know, a comedic actor. Um, if he wanted to go on tour or whatever, like he could have, he could have gone to any depth of the world that he would like, but it didn't matter. Whatever was in his head just said, no, don't do this anymore. Don't live. You don't have anything to live for. Whatever it was, it fooled him into believing that, you know, I mean, we lost a lot of people. Like how many celebrities have killed themselves? Look at uh, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana. Like, he was, you know, Kurt Cobain had the biggest band at that point in time in the 90s. And, you know, and it was the sound, the grunge sound of the 90s. Like, it was a sound that, you know, was was the biggest sound of that era for, for rock music. And they were probably the biggest band during at least that time. And one of the most successful bands, and, you know, it didn't matter. You know, again, of course, there was substance abuse and, and all that. There's a lot that goes into it. But again, wherever those demons come from, they come from somewhere. We all have them. I just don't have them from substance abuse. But I have from other areas. And how do we fight an invisible enemy? You know, because it's it's it, we're essentially fighting ourselves. But it's not like we can do like a magic school bus type of thing and go inside our brain and see what the problems are. You know, modern medicine can help. Um, you know, there's things out there that help. There are people that doesn't help. There's people who can take all the biggest painkillers in the world and their pain still doesn't go away. There's people that take all, like, the highest doses, dosages of whatever antidepressants 
that are prescribed to them, and it still doesn't do anything. So how do we battle that? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Some food for thought, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess you guys can tell. My tone isn't, like, crazy dark or sad. I'm, I'm you know, I'm doing this because it's an episode that needs to be, you know, something I need to talk about, uh, stuff that people, you know, are dealing with. There's people, I think we all know somebody or know someone who knows somebody who has killed themselves. Um, you know, and I was looking at some stats on suicide and that it, it can, continues to go up every year. And, and 2020 was no different. But beyond that, the suicide is, is always in the top 10 of how we go out. Uh, it seems to rise. And some of the numbers were showing that in the last few years, suicide is the number two death or uh, cause of death within people who are, it was a low number two. It was like between 10 and, and shit, what was it, 10 and 35 or something like that. And and, and I'm going to pull some of it up and try to try to find it here. Um but yeah, that, that's that's our realization, guys. Like suicide is not, and again, of course, you got like suicide by cop, and you got many forms of suicide. You got people who just want to die, but can't do it themselves, so they'll run out in front of a, you know, a truck, or or they'll, uh, you know, again, suicide by cop, where it's just like I'll I'll pull out a gun or even a fake gun or something just to get him to shoot me. Um, and then there's people that do it through needles and, and you know whatever some sort of substance and. Uh, you know, overdose on medication type of ordeal and got weapons and, and, and all that. Um, but yeah, let me let's see how I can do this. Actually, what I'll probably do is pause this and then come back. So I'll be right back, guys. Alright, guys, let's see here. I'll try to do this with this boom arm. Let me pull it over further. Okay. Do 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 do. And you know, for those out there, there's plenty of hotlines and people you can call. I don't want to give a number because there's so many different ones, but there's there's plenty of people you can talk to out there if this is something that you're affected by. Um. Okay, so let's read some of the things on this page. Uh, one of the things, okay, so they're going to give you the definition of suicide. Uh, suicide is defined as, come here, Mike, damn it. Uh, the death caused by uh, self-directed um, uh, injury, how do you, oh, injurious uh, behavior uh, with intent to die. Right. Um, oh, as a result of, as the result of behavior. Okay. See, this is where, sorry, Mr. Mike, being visually impaired is really bad to do a podcast. That's why I really do need like a second person because I have to zoom in and try to, but I also got to try to like be near the mic and oh, it's just a disaster, guys. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at some of the numbers here. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, uh, CDC, I don't know how you pronounce that, it's just a bunch of letters, W-I-S-Q-A-R-S. The leading causes of death uh, reports in 2018, uh, suicide was the 10th leading cause of death overall in the United States. Uh, claiming the lives of 48,000 people. Okay, suicide um, was also the second leading cause of death uh, among individuals between the ages of 10 and 34. That's what I was referring to earlier. Um, And the fourth leading cause of death among individuals between the ages 
of 35 and 54. Um, let's see, there were more than two and a half times as many suicides, 48,344 in the United States uh, as there were homicides, which were 18,830. Mm, let's see, okay. And so then there's like a table, here it's a table, but it shows all the things that, um, like some of the top things that kill us or causes. And, you know, of course you got cancer. And, um, a lot of it's just, of course you have natural causes, but suicide is right there hanging in with all the other ones. Like all the things that we already have to worry about, whether it's cancer or, uh, let's see, just some sort of injury. I mean, you can get some, you know, brain injury and blood could, oh, hold on, sorry, I was reading some. So, uh, yeah, malignant, uh, uh, yeah, congenital, uh, of course, homicides there as well, heart disease, uh, uh, cere uh cerebral, uh, vascular, uh, Influenza. Oh, some of these are just. This must be just through time. Uh, anyway, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, this little graph that they're showing here is just showing you all the things that have killed us, or the top reasons of why we die, and suicide is in the top ten. Um, and depending on the age, you know, ten through thirty-four is really rough, because I would have never thought many people kill themselves um, at the age of 10, but it happens. Um, of course, you always got gun incidents. It's like accidents where people, their parents maybe leave their guns out or whatever, and, you know, terrible things happen. Unfortunate accidents. So not all of them were intentional either, um, but it still counts as suicide nonetheless. Um, but, yeah, guys, I don't want to rant much longer. Sorry. This is kind of petered out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, the only thing I could recommend is just try to do your research. Try to find whatever supplements or try to do it as natural as possible before you delve. I mean, if like if, if you need a quick fix or you need or not a quick fix, don't, don't ever go for the quick fixes because the quick fixes are probably what's going to end up killing you. Uh, or making some other type of problems, but take care of your mental health. Find find these supplements. But if you need to take some sort of antidepressant or whatever, go ahead. But do what you gotta do. Let me get up here. <clears throat> but do what you gotta do to take care of you, or take care of yourself, because it's it's not gonna end well if you just let it linger and just expect it to go away. Some people think it's just going to disappear like some sort of phase or, or, or what have you. But that's, again, uh, some people get lucky, man. There's people out there that get lucky. I mean, we all get lucky in some ways, but that's usually not most people's reality. So, you know, try to identify the problem if you can. Constantly talk to somebody. It doesn't have to be a therapist. It can be one, but... Just do some research, man. If if you have any fight in you, like if you really want to live, I'm never going to tell anybody to end it. Um, I would just say that I understand why and, and whatever. I hope you don't. I hope you keep fighting. But I get it. But if you have some sort of, if you have anyone you care about, even if it's an animal, anything, uh, you know, some 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 music, some sort of artist or whoever, whatever it is that kind of makes you feel a certain way, that means you have some sort of feeling like you want to live. So if that's the case, then try a little harder each day to keep your mind 
at ease. Um, something I mentioned in the in the past episode is one of the things I try to do when I'm feeling those things is I try to multitask. You know, maybe listen to a podcast and play a game on my phone, and or maybe you know, like lots of you know, if I'm I'm into a new show, um, I had the show on, and then we also play a game, and maybe I'll eat and, and just do little things that just constantly keep. My brain function going, you know, I'm putting all this energy to something else. And then on top of that, something else. It's not, I can't, my mind can't wander for the most part. It can and it will, but not, it's not as frequent. Um, so I hope this was informational, guys. Thank you for all your support and love and, and, and whatnot. Uh, please, no one work well. I don't want to say don't worry about me because I do say these things and I, I, I get it. But I'm not doing this episode because this is how I'm feeling mentally. I'm just doing this episode because I know this is how a lot of people feel. And a lot of people are going through a lot of traumatic things. And, you know, you know, uh, this this stuff is inherited. I can't even speak today. I'm just tired. I think the the water fountain's putting me to sleep. Um, but it, it, it's something that comes with being disabled. It's something that comes with, you know, trauma and, uh, disappointment and, and all these things that happen to us in our lives. So we have to fight them off. Um, you're not crazy. Yes, there are people out here that are crazy. That's a given, but just because you feel like wanting to hurt yourself or, or, not wanting to live, it doesn't mean you're crazy. You know, you may have valid reasons, even though a lot of people may say, oh, there's no valid reason to kill yourself. But you know what? Like, if you're in extreme pain and you just want the pain to stop, I can't tell you no. I, you know, if there's someone I love and care about, I will fight hard for you and try to keep you from wanting to end it. But I also, at the end of the day, I, I, I've been down those depths of hell and I know how it feels. So, um, you know, just keep fighting and, and battling and just hope you come through it okay. Uh, and that's to whoever's listening and, and whoever's dealing with these situations. Um, so, yeah, guys, try to be more positive, unlike this. <laughs> uh, try to take care of one another and do something nice for someone. And there's a lot of people out here struggling with all kinds of things, you know, we're just going down the rabbit hole of, of, of the mental part of it, but there is so many forms of struggling now, and uh, we got to start looking out for each other more often, so try to be there for those who are, are dealing with anything, whatever it is, give a shit, man, um, and again, there's nothing wrong with taking time for yourself and, and, and taking, you know, and, and trying to fix you too. Because we all need to do that. Because we're never, none of us are perfect, so we always have to work on ourselves. But also make a little time for the ones that have looked out for you and, and, and care about you as well. Um, so, yeah, guys, I'll see you on the next one. And like, comment, subscribe, and share. And, uh, yeah, I hope this was good. And uh, see you guys. Oh, boy.